following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Yesterday, I totally forgot to bring up the best sports news of the day. And I, and I apologize, but it was a short show anyway. I mean, the Royals taking up half of our time yeah. with a bunch of nonsense and rain and stuff. They didn't even win. That was a weird That was a weird show. That was for sure weird. But I was trying to cram in my top ten list. Took two segments. Uh, Troy was off the rails again. He was, he was saying whatever he wanted oh, yesterday. God. That got us canceled. I know it. Uh, no, the big sports news of the day yesterday. Does anybody remember the show Slam Ball? Yes. I don't know if Travion would remember this. He's probably a little too young because the year it came out was the year he was born. Uh, Slam Ball was on for like two seasons on Spike TV. I remember it coming on after Monday Night Raw, after I saw like Shawn Michaels super kick Triple H. Yeah. They fade out. It's chaos after Monday Night Raw. And then here comes Slam Ball where it's it's basketball with trampolines around the goal. I mean, just awesome television for an hour. <laughs> I always just thought like, how is not everyone getting hurt here? I don't understand why people are just blowing out their knees left and right. Let's see who the teams were. I can't even remember. All right, so the teams they used to have, uh, the Bouncers, the Hombres, <laughs> yeah. the Maulers, Mob, Rumble, and Slashers. And the Mob have won two championships. Rumble and Slashers each have a championship apiece. Now, the Hombres used to be called before that the Diablos. That's the one I remember, the Diablos. And then the Maulers before that were called the Steel. But according to uh, the first I saw, it was TMZ reporting that uh, they're bringing it back. Slam Ball coming back in 2023. So we got to wait a year, but it is coming back. So I consider that excellent news. Dude, Back to the Future Part 2, 1989. Douglas J. Needles, who's played by Flea, his favorite sports, uh, one of them listed was Slam Ball. Back in 1989. They could see it, dude. They could see the future, baby! Wait, so was this actually any reference to Back to the Future, the movie? Because you said 89, so... Yeah, Back to the Future, part two, came out in 1989. Oh, when it came out. Yeah. I was to say, they didn't go to 89. No, and one of the characters, okay. his favorite sport listed, Slam right. Ball. Okay. God dang it! Travion! Oh, boy. Well, no Troy today. And by the way, I don't like it when somebody comes in the studio like just gnawing on some food and doesn't have enough for everybody else. Because you come in with this ice cream cookie sandwich. I was like, on a hot day like that, that hit the spot. It's a Little Debbie cream pie chocolate chip sandwich. Thank you very much. Okay. Travion knows I love them. He might buy them out at the store, <laughs> got to say. So the... I, when you, walked, my wife. when you walked in with it, I thought it was one of those like cookie ice cream sandwiches that you get from the freezer at the gas station. Nah, it's a little Debbie one that's like 75 cents. My wife, she hates them because they're bad for me, and I la, 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 love them. They got marshmallow in between. Yeah, they're like the oatmeal cream pies, but they got chocolate chips instead of oatmeal. 
boy. Bring one next time. I've never I had will. one. I will. Dude, I will. They're so good. God, they're good. Officially, welcome to the game. It's Fortner with David G yeah. and Travion Berklin. No Troy today. He's taking the afternoon off. Is DY ready to go? Yes. So we've had to, I mean, we've really pushed things around this week. I mean, wrinkles thrown into the schedule. The Royals and you know Dayton Moore making moves at the trade deadline really threw us off our game because we are not used to that. Crazy. So we had to ch- try to figure out how to do sports talk with that kind of story. It was very confusing. And uh, because of the Royals taking forever yesterday, D.Y. has been gracious enough to allow us to have him on today. So we're 24 hours later. It's Thursday. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Derek Young from Case Down Online joins us. Uh, DY, you're, I guess, now officially a Manhattanite. So how does that feel? It uh, feels pretty good. I'm talking to you from my new home in Manhattan, actually. Oh, so you did, because I knew you told me you were looking for a place. So, I mean, give me, give me the hours. One. How long did it take? I didn't buy one. It's just an opportunity right. that came up. I'm renting renting a house. So it was just, uh, it, I don't know how long it took. It was something that was kind of spur of the moment, and I and I jumped on it. So, Well, congratulations. Glad to have you here because I know you've been talking about it for, gosh, I mean, we're talking probably back to last football season you'd been talking about moving to Manhattan. Was there just like uh, you put it off for a while? Is that why it took this long? Uh, no, no, it just it took uh, – Took this long for uh, to come avail for something to come available. Gotcha. Really. So yeah, so no, yeah, no real juicy details or anything of that sort. But yeah, I've been wanting to move to Manhattan just because it's more convenient for the the role that I kind of own for KSO at this point. Well, Dy, I want to start with football first because we've had uh, with football and basketball, it's been kind of a roller coaster ride the last week, and I did want to start with the decommitting uh, Dylan Edwards. And for you, that's been covering his story for, I'm sure, well over a year. I don't know how long, but your reaction to that news that popped up last Friday. It probably, well, he's going to be a senior this fall. So it's definitely been over two years at this point from covering Dylan Edwards. Um, with the personalities involved in, in that recruitment, I would say there's not a whole lot of shock value i i think i was a little stunned that it happened so quick i think that's probably the part that was the most surprising because you know considering you know a possible decommitment from dylan edwards is not terribly shocking just because of how he kind of absorbs his process and that's not trying to be a slight towards him he just really i guess dives into it much more than the typical recruit um and Obviously, he still wanted to be recruited and still enjoys that part of it, um, which was indicated by him visiting Notre Dame. I thought maybe he would hold off on any kind of announcement for a while. And, and I, I went a little bit at the notion of him making such a quick decision once again as he's going to, I think, uh, make another commitment on August 6th, which would be, is that Saturday, I believe? Um yeah, yeah, obviously that won't be Kansas State. That'll probably be Notre Dame. Um, you know what would shock me the most about his recruitment if it was quiet between now and signing day? Even after what will be another commitment on Saturday, I would expect a little bit of more drama beyond Saturday. It, it would be unlike him for it to be um, crickets between Saturday and signing day. 
Speaking with Derek Young from K-State Online, during your time of covering K-State in I mean, I've I've met it before. You know, before I took over the show, I didn't pay real close attention to K State football and basketball recruiting, especially since I mean, during football, I was really into soccer. I was doing the play by play for K State soccer. That kind of stole my attention. Have you seen very many student athletes decommit from K State over your time? Yeah, I mean, I I guess it depends on what your. you know, interpretation of many is at that point, what, what you would quantify that as. Remember, Gage Stanger decommitted from Kansas State last cycle, right, to flip to Nebraska. Um, I think Matthew Langlois, the safety from Louisiana two cycles ago, decommitted from K-State to commit to LSU. And there's probably been a few that I'm forgetting. I, I'm not sure that we've seen an in-state kid. Might be the first one from an in-state kid. Um, I can't, none of those are popping into my head, but the, the flips to Nebraska and LSU are certainly ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Do you think this would sting a lot more? Yes. In state, you know, top three, depending on where you look, top three kid in the state of Kansas, four star, depending on where you look, he's a three star with rivals. But uh, I mean, that, that aside, I mean, would it, you think it would sting a lot more if there wasn't a guy like John Randall still out there in state? fantastic running back that K-State can still land? Yeah, it would, it would sting a lot more because there wouldn't be an, an obvious alternative to replace Edwards, so to speak. So that's a good point. It takes some of this thing away. This thing is still there, though, mm-hmm. because if if not for accepting Edwards' commitment, was that June, beginning of June or July? I think it was June. Um, if not for accepting that, it was at the end of June. Yeah, if not for accepting that, they would have probably landed another running back at that point. They, they, they pushed some running backs off the board because they were expecting Dylan Edwards and Joe Jackson, and then they both committed. So they pushed away, I think, Jamal Roberts from St. Louis that ended up committing to Missouri. They pushed away Cameron Cook from the Austin area that ended up committing to TCU. Um, both of them were certainly considering the Wildcats. Jamal Roberts was probably on the cusp of committing to K-State. So you know, that was partial reason for – because this thing being so considerable, losing Edwards is because you passed him in other options that were certainly attainable. And because he, I think he's the best home run hitter in the class, um, not just the Kansas State class, like nationwide. You won't find many players that every time they touch the ball, that is a threat to, to score a touchdown every time they touch it. Edwards is one of those, so it hurts in, in that way. But, yes, having, having Randall kind of in your back pocket, still attainable, um, helps alleviate some of that. Probably isn't going to alleviate all of it, but allevi- it'll help alleviate some of that. But you still got to land him, and he's he's a pretty highly touted recruit himself. Speaking with Derek Young from K-State Online, so has K-State been able to get back on the right track as we've seen three commitments since? I, I believe it's three with uh, <laughs> Chidi Obi-Izor. He's a defensive end. Uh, a corner and Robert Lester, and also today the cat signal thrown out there by Taylor Bratt with defensive tackle Asher Tomaszewski. It's a yeah, it's a nice response. I mean, you'll have you know many people probably point out that those guys didn't didn't contain or hold any other Power Five offers, but those were really camp finds. And RJ Lester is a one of the longest cornerbacks you'll you'll land. He's six foot two, six foot three, just like the one they already landed in Donovan McIntosh or Julius Brents that is already on campus. Those are 
probably the comparisons that you'll want to make with R.J. Lester, so a very high upside corner. Defensive tackle, Asher Tomaszewski, I think, as you pronounced it. Mm-hmm. Um, they landed landed him today. I've heard him compared to Eli Huggins. Um, nice. That's a pretty good That's a pretty good name to be compared to because the, those around K-State believe he's the best nose guard in the Big 12. And then uh, Kitty Obiezer, uh, he's from Minnesota, not, not necessarily a place where they've stockpiled a lot of talent from. I think the first one from Minnesota that they've signed under Chris Kleiman, even though they, they have mined that state a bit just because of their familiarity with it while at North Dakota State. He's from a powerful high school in Eden Prairie that really produces a lot of talent. Another very high upside kid. He could play a number of positions. Um, listed as a defensive end, I think they're probably just considering him an athlete at this point because I think he can grow into a you know a nose guard just like Tomaszewski, and he he ends up maybe perhaps like a six foot five, three hundred and ten, three hundred and twenty pound defensive tackle nose guard, which would be perfect in their three three five scheme. Or you fl- you can flip him over to the other side of the ball, probably uh, becoming make him a two three year project, and he's a future you know. He, future offensive tackle that probably has NFL upside at that position. You mentioned uh, Asher Tomaszewski, Chesky rather, uh, being compared to Eli Huggins. I was looking at a comparison here. They have the uh, pretty much exact same uh, height and weight, 6'4", 285. So there's another uh, strong comparison between the two nose guards. Uh, Before we wrap up with football, we'll talk basketball here in just a moment. Um, So we taught Dylan Edwards. He is – most likely in two days going to be flipping from K-State to Notre Dame. Let's go the other way. Is Do you have anybody on your radar right now that potentially K-State could be flipping from another school to their 2023 recruiting class? Well, they did host a visitor at the end of July that's committed to Oregon State, and that's corner William Lees. He's a Juco um, corner, um, and they'll probably – you want someone that can really step in and play right away next year at that spot – just because they'll be probably losing, you would think, Julius Prince and Echo Boydo after after this upcoming season. So he matches what they'll need um, in, in terms of what will be a big quarter class. I, I would maybe look at him just because he's committed somewhere else and, and has already taken a visit to Manhattan. Um, he's from Iowa Western Community College, a lot of connections and, and relationships between those two those two staffs, Iowa Western coaches and, and the Kansas State ones. They'll, they'll probably still chase Joshua Manning. Uh, the Missouri commit from the, the receiver from Lee Summit that nearly committed to K State because that one was so tight and there's so much time in between now and then, you, it's probably something to be aware of. Now, if anything happens between those two sides, you would think it ha- would happen much later in the process, but it's probably one you don't want to forget about. We're speaking with Derek Young from K State Align and New Manhattanite. We'll have DY after the break. We'll talk basketball we didn't just get one cat signal today we got another one from coach jerome tang and who could it be who could be that next cat for 2022 maybe 2023 we'll discuss that next on the game uh thanks troy uh for the game sports update uh he's not here um, but yeah, we still heard him. Interesting. I even knew what the show was all about today. I think Radio I told him actually. Magic. 
The game continues on K-Man with myself, Mitch Fortner, David G, Travion Brooklyn, and joining us via the Zoom somewhere here in Manhattan, Kansas, from his new place, from the new crib. That's Derek Young from K-State Online. All right, D.Y., we now transition from football to basketball. We got the cat signal today, and you even tweeted it out. It was very close to um, to Taylor Bratz signaling the cat signal. Did you ever do the math on how close it was? I didn't. It was just almost a, a concurrent one is what I what I said. But um, interesting this time, Taylor Bratt a little bit behind the – asleep behind the wheel, right? He, had, he was said he was out after yeah. the commit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just celebrated his 17th anniversary of being with K-State. Maybe he was a little bit distracted celebrating that achievement, which is a, a fantastic yeah. achievement. K- kicking butt for 17 years in his job is is awesome. And he's probably he was probably at football practice, so or yeah, something. I'll give, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give him, cut him some slack. Well, I'll uh, I'll let you scoop us in. I'm sure you got a couple of scoopski potatoes on who this next commitment is going to be for K State, as they've had a couple of uh, pretty solid names visiting this last week. Yeah, there's two clear options. I think one's on campus right now, or. Or, or at least recently took off, and that's four-star guard from the 2023 class, R.J. Jones. They would love to pair him with Ada Ames, who's already committed. And then, of course, the Florida transfer that was on campus not long ago, Keontae Johnson. I think everyone saw him basically being serenaded um, via karaoke. Um, yeah. If you remember those videos on Instagram, that he was on campus during that whole party scene. So uh, those are the two that would jump off the page. I can't say for certain which one and it is but i can i can say there is a my at least a mild level of confidence probably more than mild that they can land both i mean that would be amazing to land both because uh you mentioned keontae johnson who is a who's originally a a four-star recruit he was top 70 in his class and rj jones he is ranked 70th nationally uh, for the 2023 class, according to rivals, and also a four-star, and they both happen to be some solid uh, shooting guards. So I don't think you could go go bad in either direction, especially since I still believe, at least for 2022, that's an area they would certainly like to add one more. Yeah, they only have 11 players. They had two lottery tickets left, so to speak. <laughs> so um, you roll you roll the dice on the former SEC preseason player of the year. I don't think you're um, too too unhappy about that. That's a pretty pretty good roll of the dice. So he was once you know considered to be the best in you know his Power Five league. I guess they called high major in basketball, and uh, was a first team All SEC selection at one point uh, postseason. So this is a guy with a lot of accolades, and when you got two spots left, you know why not? I guess and and, he, and they are probably in need of some you know tangible perimeter scoring, someone that's done it before, and he clearly has. With Keontae Johnson, I do want to share a couple of things about him because he is right now in the process of trying to complete an amazing comeback story. He has not played basketball since December of 2020. He actually collapsed during a game when he was at Florida against Florida State. And so, you know, by the time he gets back on a, on a basketball court officially in a college game, it's going to be dang near two years since he's played basketball. But I tell you what, I mean, during that COVID year, it was the 2020-21 season. So that was the year we barely had any fans in the stands. And he had only played four games, but he was off to an incredible start of 16 points, nearly five rebounds a game, and shooting 43% from three-point range. 
And um, if you look at his numbers, D.Y., it just he is a kid to me that just he, he, he got better. As he got older, he just got better as an overall player. Yeah, he's, yeah, like I said, SEC preseason player of the year, one point, first team all SEC selection. His numbers speak for themselves. Kansas State would probably make themselves a legitimate threat to make the NCAA tournament should they land Keontae Johnson. Um, there's momentum for it, and they probably are on the brink of, could be on the brink of doing so without Keontae. I just feel a lot better about their situation in postseason basketball if they could land a proven scorer of his kind on the on the perimeter, um, especially having already done it at this level. I'm not sure that they have someone like that on the roster that's already done it at this level um, on the perimeter. Marquise Noel, to a point last year, um, heck of a player, uh, but not like an elite scorer, elite shooter. At least he didn't show that to be – he's going to be one of their most important players. But Keontae Johnson can provide the Wildcats this year with something that they are they don't already have. Yeah, that would be an incredible pickup. And if Keontae or RJ, if either one of you are listening right now, just let me tell you right now, when you hit those three-pointers in Bramlage Coliseum after you commit and sign and, and join the Cats in the future, man, that place is going to erupt. Everybody is so pumped about Jerome Tang. Men's basketball here at K-State. And I, I am the PA announcer, so you'll hear this long, drawn-out four, and everybody goes three at the same time. It's one of the best things you can experience in college basketball. So certainly consider that. Now, D.Y., you brought up um, the karaoke party that it appeared that the basketball team had over the weekend. Um, Dream Dowling is just putting out this fantastic content on social media, on Instagram. He's a fantastic follow. He was sharing a a bunch of videos of of the players singing karaoke. So, you know, let's just throw this out there. Let's see. Let's say Derek Young was at one of these karaoke parties and you know coach Tang gets up and says all right now it's Derek Young's turn to get up there and man that's i mean pressure's on you want to impress the team you want you you know you want to be cool just like everybody else so what song would you choose if you had to uh, go up there and sing man you're putting me on a spot i'm not much <laughs> for karaoke to be honest um nor am I one to be singing in public, which has a lot to do with uh, not being about karaoke. You pick a song for me, and I'll tell you if I know it enough to do it. Mm. Well, so what I would go with, because going by the music they were they were karaoke-ing, is it, I don't know if that's a word. Um, how about, how about lo- Lose Yourself, Eminem? I can probably go word for word. That would be really good. I think that would pop. Now... I think I would more towards try to go in the area of like Coach Tang, Dream Dowling, like those guys, like kind of their age group and go with something from the early 90s. Mm. But I, I want something that's kind of funny too. So I think I'm going Informer by Snow and just make an absolute ass of myself because there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with that song. Do you know that song, DUI? I don't. What, what a, Coach Tang did Babyface, right? I'm not sure. I think it was Babyface, yeah. I, I mean, I could probably try to come up with the Tupac song, but that's tough. Let's see um, see if any, anything else here basketball-wise. I mean, that's really I got all for you. I mean, is there anything else we should talk about that we didn't uh, discuss? Uh, nothing comes to my mind. I got, yeah. I got a Coach Tang press conference at the top of the hour oh, anyway. Oh, that's right. So 
I, I don't know if you're going to be on that, but yeah, no. that's at five o'clock. So we could talk about that the next time. Or I think by the time we talk next week, we'll have seen a little bit of football too. Practices uh, yep. started yesterday. Yep. First press conference will be Monday. And I, you're right. Yeah. Jerome Tang is having a press conference right at five and that's like a zoom thing. So going to be doing a show at that time. And Mitch Holtis is coming on at five ten, So I won't be able to, to uh, join in, but I'll hear it later. I'll tell you this though, as we wrap up here, DY, I will, I will pay for a meal for you anywhere in Manhattan. Your new Manhattan night. Got to take you out on the town, show you what it's all about. You know, you've been here quite a few times. Uh, but uh, it's not like I mean, you can go out on your own, but there's nothing like seeing the town with a guy who's lived here for about eight years now, D.Y. So I'll take you out for a meal if you find a way to just drop my name in there somewhere. Just name drop Mitch Fortner or the game. If you are able to name conference. drop during the press conference, meal on me and a cocktail. <laughs> okay. Uh, whoa. Okay. And a cocktail. You know what? I don't know if that's. I don't know if it's worth it. Well, I'm. I, I'm. Uh, I'm convinced he doesn't like me anyway. After that interview I, I'll, I had I'll with go, him, I'll go. Out, I'll go out with you for free, Mitch. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that, but I think this is more fun, and I can play it back tomorrow <laughs> and be you. like, "Yeah, we have a big celebration and a party." <laughs> that Dy mentioned me or the show on a Coach Tang press conference. He'd be like, "What? What? Who? What? What's that, Dy?" I'll try. It'll be it's a it's a tough gig. You're creative. You'll find a way to sneak it in there, DY. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll let you go. Enjoy the press conference and I look forward to talking to you next week here on the show. See you later. Derek Young, everybody. From Kston Online. Follow him at D Young Rivals. Just I mean, I'm sure the numbers are through the roof, pumping out the content. Great stuff right now. Yes. Especially with football and basketball recruiting all right it is thursday so coming up next big steve is going to step in studio and travion's going to join us here in the b studio that's officially what it is kind of here at the station but uh, it's really more the a when it's yeah whatever studio i'm in it's the a studio we're gonna play <laughs> some do they know it when we come back game uh, before we get to do they know it at the Purple Rick has slid into my DMs and said, you've only lived in the hat for eight years. Wow, seems like you've been around a lot longer. Hope you stick around a long time, but don't get, don't let it get to your head, LOL. Uh, Rick, so I did the math actually during the break. In my current run, I've been actually in Manhattan for nine years, but I also lived the first three years of my life in Manhattan. So I've technically lived uh, 32 or 12 of my 32 years in the Little Apple. Hmm. But on this current run, about nine years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're so, a townie, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was born you know, right across the street yeah. from the bill. And- yeah. You got, you got a sprinkle of, you know, Morgantown or Morganville slash Clay Center, but mostly you're a townie. Where were you born, DG? Larned, Kansas. That's right. Travion, where were you born? Olsberg, Kansas. Like. Whoa. And I think Big Steve was the only one not born in Kansas. Is that right? Where That's were you, correct. Where were you born? Honolulu, Hawaii. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That's a yes. lie. No, I'm serious. You're lying. I will bring you're, my birth certificate tomorrow a, if you really want to see okay, it. Okay, do it. You're a liar. You jazzed I'm, it up. You I'm, were born re- in Olsberg. No, I will bring my birth certificate tomorrow if you do not believe me. I Wait, so how did you, how'd you end up in the mainland? Military. 
Oh, okay. ah, there okay. you go. Hano, he's a Hawaiian. Honolulu, Hawaii. Had no idea because he looks nothing like a Hawaiian. Yeah. I don't understand. I think we moved when I was like two or three. So, Honolulu, Hawaii. So you can go to like the the part of the island that outsiders can't go to. Yes. You can show them your. You can say, "This is my birth certificate." There you go. go. Yes. We'll <laughs> go. So what? That doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Please, please leave our land. Exactly. Please leave our land. Just like that. We do not appreciate you. <laughs> they know sports, they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do, do they, they Know It? Well, we're heading into game number 27 this afternoon, and it's going to be a lot of fun today. Obviously, since Troy is out, we're not playing like we normally would play. So here's how the game is going to work today. Dave G and Mitch, you guys are squaring off against each other. Travion is going to act as a lifeline this afternoon. You each get one usage, which means for any category or any option that you choose, you can only ask him to help you out one whole time for the entire game. Once you use it, it's over. What if we go through the whole game without using Travion? Do we Whoa. get bonus points? You get one bonus point. Whoa, Whoa. okay. Whoa. <laughs> I like that incentive, didn't I? Yeah. Ask. Travion for uh, for help, <coughs> yeah, but it Travion. might be more you know yeah. there's strategy that's now involved. Oh yeah, for hey, sure. Travion beat it. Right. <laughs> so here's how the game works: three categories, two options. A category we have TV, music, and movies. For TV, I'm looking for the name of the show and the character. For music, I'm looking for the name of the song, the name of the artist. For movies, I'm looking for the name of the film, the actor or actress. And if should we so happen to have an animated film, you get a bonus point if you get both the name of the character and the actor or actress along with it. Unlimited steals, as always. I'll give you the decade of where this, the clip hails from once it's been played. And uh, once you get an incorrect answer, even if you know the other half, as soon as you answer incorrectly, your turn is over. With all that out of the way, I need team names from each of you. Uh, I'm going to be Mitch Hattonite. Ooh. Okay. What about you? Hawaii Five O. <laughs> and uh, you I look like you could be from Hawaii. You I actually do. look a little Thank Samoan. You. Thank you. That's Hawaii Five O. I with love Samoan Z, right? people, by the way. I want to put that out there. Samoan people are some of the friendliest people in the world. Yeah. Um. Real quick, uh, turn the tables. A question for you: What's the state fish of Hawaii? I don't know. Right there, man. You okay. ain't from Hawaii. <laughs> I know it, man. All right. Well, we're going to get started. <laughs> Quick recap from last game. Sage is really cool with the Z was six and hold the Sage three because oh, that was yeah. Sage's last show yeah. we took last mm -hmm. week off. Yeah. With that out of the way, Dave G, call the coin flip. Tails. And we're flipping, and it is heads today. Mitch, you're going first full board. Oh. Give me uh, song number two. Song B. Song B. You got it. Coming to ya on a dusty road. Good loving, I got a truckload. And when you get it, you got something. So don't worry, cause I'm coming. That is from the 70s, and you picked the hardest one out of the gate. So I, But I, ha I have a thought, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to go ahead and use my lifeline right now. Okay. And I'm going to go to Travion. Travion, do you know what that is? Okay. Since he said the 70s, it's not the original version. So it has to be the Blues Brothers, Soul Man? Uh, let's go with Blues Brothers. Oh, boy. It is. 
And I just realized I don't have scrap paper ready yet. And, uh, well, let Soul Man. <sighs> I was right on Blues Brothers, but I had no idea what the song was called. <laughs> no idea. Hey, where we go. And Where'd he has go? burned his lifeline. Ooh, I'm the first one. Um, I'll do. <laughs> and movie it was worth it. A movie. A here it is. Mom, Uncle Frank won't let me watch the movie, but the big kids can. Why can't I? That's from the '90s. That's Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone, and uh, remember the, his uh, his little cousin that couldn't uh, he couldn't drink Pepsi because he peed the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a great movie. All right, we're back around to you, Mitch. You have movie B, music A, and both TV on the board. Let's still. go uh, TV A. TV A. All the excess radiation gets vented inside there. Vinvachi glass contains it. All 500,000 rads about to flood that thing. That is from the 2010s. That's good. That's good. That's a good one. Oh, boy. Um... 2010s. I, I need the replay. All right. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, there are replays here. All the excess radiation gets vented inside there. Vinvachi glass contains it. All 500,000 rads about to flood that thing. All right. I'm going to go. All 5,000 rads. I, I'm going to take a, you know. Stab in the dark. Was that the HBO series Chernobyl? That is not. David G, would you like to steal for both of those points? I thought that was a really good guess. It was. 2010s. Yep. <clears throat> I woke up with a frog in my butt. I mean, my throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we go by about 5,000 rides. That sounds like a freaking piece of crap. Um, I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you right now what it is, buddy. That is um, uh, the Walking Dead. Okay. <laughs> I was about to tell you to stop stalling there. That oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. D- Travion, did you happen to know? No. Okay. Okay. It's that is British. Doctor Who. Oh. And that is the Doctor. Oh, ah, the Doctor. You can thank Sage for that one. Even never in her absence, she's still haunts. I've Whoa. never seen Doctor Who in my life. Which Doctor is it? Who? Because um, there's like 13 of them. So I... That one is the who? eighth doctor, I believe. Oh, okay. So. They go by numbers? Is this Slipknot? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Hey, that's All a, right, that's David really G, good. back to you. Movie B, TV B, music A, still left. Muse A. You got it. Back to fool on stage, probably leave my show in a cup car. Hey, this is rigged. It was legendary through a TV out the window of the montage. Uh. That's from the 2010s. And real quick, you're tied. How is this rigged? Yeah. Um. The, okay, so I kn- I know it's Posty, but I don't know the song name at all. What is the song name? Is this? Are you, are you using, using your, your lifeline? lifeline? No. I'm just then you can't asking ask him. a friend. Yeah, I'm using my lifeline. Post Malone, Twenty One Savage, Twenty One Star, Rocks, from the oh. Bongs, and Bentley's album. Oh, this guy. oh my God! Uh, yeah, Rock, yeah, Rockstar Posty with Twenty One Savage as a collaborator. <laughs> and your lifeline is now gone. Wait, no, 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 no! <laughs> you used he, it. He he wrote it down on a piece of paper and he dropped it and I picked it up mm. and I saw it. So okay, sure. Man, I'm down two. You are down two, and yeah. you have TVB and movie B left on your board. I got because. DG got the easy movie. That was too yeah. So the hard ones left, but yeah. I got the hard TV show. So I'm going to go TV B to tie it up. TV B. As soon as you learned about the afterlife, your motivation to be good was corrupted. So you can't earn points anymore. 
so sorry for eternally dooming you. That's oh, from the 2010s. Man. Yes. Um, that's a, yeah, Do you need the replay? I know exactly what it is, yeah. but what is the show called? I know that guy's voice, too, man. He's been in everything. Do you need the replay? No, I know exactly... Wh- I- I know exactly the show, <laughs> yeah, and I know exactly picture, the character. I know the actor. I'll tell you what. Just go <laughs> ahead and try it. It's. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. Law and Order SVU. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Mariska oh, Hargitay. Man. I, I. It's right there. Like I. I know like two of the three words. Five. No, don't kill me down. This is my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the good life. Would you like to steal? I would like Sam a replay. Alone. Do I get a replay? Yeah, you can because we haven't burned it yet. Here yeah. it is. As soon as you learned about the afterlife, your motivation to be good was corrupted. So you can't earn points anymore. So sorry for eternally dooming you. Okay, that's Ted Danson. Who is? Um, I should have said that first. Yeah, but I'm not looking for actors. Yeah, I'm you're looking, looking for, for character. character. Well, that's right. Okay. And the TV show is um, Mr. Mayor. God dang it! So, do you? Would you like to just randomly guess? I know I've seen the show, but I can't remember what it's called. Okay, so you were actually really close. I know. It's a good place. Good place. And God. that's the character of Michael, mm-hmm. which oh. is played by Teddy Ted Danson. Yes, that's why. I shout out to Sam Malone. So, Sammy Malone. Mayday Malone. All right, David G. I am, man. I'm I'm just thrown off, dude. You you were born in Hawaii. How how long did you live there? (laughs) All right, well, we got to wrap this up. No, how long did you live there? For real quick, I said we moved when I was like three. Oh, okay, good. Um, no, I I I I believe you now. Go ahead, play it up. This is the curveball clip, by the way. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62, and it wasn't offered in the belly of the four barrel car till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center yeah my cousin Vinny, that's marissa tomei the beautiful and talented and wonderful marissa all three i picked were the wrong ones no doubt you honestly that was the tough. one that i figured was gonna stump everybody so quick final oh, look no at the way. scoreboard she won an academy award for that role yeah, she did oh, well i figured the clip i used might have thrown you off but uh quick oh, look at scoreboard hawaii 5-0 out with six to mitch Hat night. Uh, Mitch Hattonite. <laughs> Mitch Hattonite. That's what I said. Mitch yeah. Hattonite. Dude, Two. wait a minute. How many did Travion? Actually, Travion has four. Yeah, and he I- has four <laughs> if he was playing. So. And so we're tied. So, um, lightning round. How many people are from uh, Morganville? You going to Google this? Like the population? Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's one... 168. That's small. Are you serious? Yeah, 168. How many people live in Oldsburg, Travion? I think it's like... Did you... It's 178. Oh, I was oh. off 10. Oh. I said 168. Oh, that's close enough. Yeah. I think you win. I think Oldsburg's like 250, 300. Okay, now, if you're right, Oldsburg... I don't know, man. 218. Okay, smaller. So you're fired from the show. <laughs> Please pack up all of your stuff and get out of How here. How far is Oldsburg from here? It's like 20 minutes north. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a little closer than I thought it was. I was going to guess like 45. Yeah. No, it's you, not that far. You go, what, up 13? Highway 13? Mm-hmm. You go up 13, and you take a left, and there's Oldsburg. Yeah. Don't blink, because you'll miss it. <laughs> Those stupid towns. What's the best place to eat there? Uh, there's Does one, it have anybody? There's have one anything? restaurant, and it's called The Bricks. Yeah, hey, shout out to my buddy Darren. He uh, like He's the general manager of The Bricks. They serve pizza, wings, all that good stuff. Mm. They got live bands and stuff. They got beers. It's all really cool. It's a really cool place. The Bricks. I need to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take D.Y. there. And be like, he'll be, he'll be driving out there. He'll go, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> like, you know I'm from a city, right? <laughs> I don't fit in here with my skinny jeans. Oh, no, God. he's not that kind of guy. There he goes. There's three main streets in the whole town, and then that's it. Yep. And then nothing. Just federal land. <laughs> <laughs> and state parks and things. Yep. All right. Congratulations on the victory, DG. Yeah! The luck of the draw, and it was you hit the Mega Millions. I did, and I'd like to thank Travion. That was really cool. I really blanked on that. Um, I want to thank Big Steve for another round of great questions, Mitch for being a great competitor, and then I want to thank me for being awesome with this game. Hour to the game, don't go anywhere because we are going to be joined by the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. His yeah. thoughts on Elijah Lee now being a Chief, Ooh. the position battles. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. I'm not. I'm. I'm stalling here. I don't know how much time. You got roughly about thirty seconds. Oh, jeez! I heard the music and I'm, it's I'm supposed- trying to do math on the fly. Okay. You've been you've been running this show for how long and you don't know how to do math all of a sudden? Whoa. Okay, well we revised the outro to only forty seconds, so I, I have know, to do special I know. math. All right. I and like who this. revised it? <laughs> that guy. I did. Whoa. Big Steve. Steve, it's the 10 seconds. You fired it off at 10 seconds after the minute. Five so, seconds. All right. Three. Local news. Two.